0: This is the In This League Fantasy Podcast Network. In This League Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Online at InThisLeague.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Interact and follow the show on Twitter at InThisLeaguePod. Now, here's your hosts, Bogman and the Welsh.
1: What is up, friendos? Welcome back. This is the In This League Fantasy Baseball Podcast you didn't think that you were going to hear from us anytime soon, but guess what? I am Chris Welsh. That is Scott Bogman, and we have got a treat for these wonderful listeners, don't we, Bogman? Are you excited? Are we excited to tell them what we're doing? I'm excited, yeah. It's I'm, very uh, different.
2: I'm happy we got baseball. So, I mean, look, I'm over my hatred of the Diamondbacks from 2019. Sure. We're, we're moving on to 2020. Ah, uh, like we said, we're going to have the exercise bit challenge instead of the Carl jr. Thank Christ. yep, ah uh, but
1: uh, yeah, i'm I'm ready for a new season, ready for a new plate. Let's go. So this is what's happening here. and then we're we're only doing this front end part uh, because we've, we' we want to give you a primer and tell you what's happening. So you guys know that we did a book. We did a book for the last two years called ninety nine Fantasy Baseball Player Debates, Joking aside because my first immediate joke would be what an absolute failure and everything it was. just didn't make sense. We had a lot of fun with it. Uh, we had some wonderful industry people say so many nice things about it. We had lots of great people involved, and everybody that worked on it just loved the concept because it was only something we could do. Because everybody's so insulated and isolated, you know, everyone does their own thing. So you know, right. USA Today can't get all the people; they're not going to. Uh, FanGraphs doesn't do it, but we could get all the people on it. So it was a fun project, and we did hear some nice things, but not enough people bought it. And it didn't even remotely come close to making sense to do again, even though it was fun. It just didn't make sense because we just didn't have the support uh, to keep doing it. So, you know, people speak with their actions and uh, maybe you liked it, but not enough people bought us. So we can't do it again. But we did have a very fun idea that we had kicked around last year. And that is what takes us to right now. We are going to be doing on a weekly basis, probably at least through December. It may even extend further multiple a week player debate episodes that are going to be dropping right here all through the end of the year. That's right. It is the 2020 player debates, and it is going to be a really fun series where one of uh, myself or Bogman will start, we'll be making a case for a player, then the other will make a case, and then we will have a town hall forum after. They're all going to be done in you know how we like to produce stuff in a production style like a campaign debate. And we are going to verbally be making the debates. You're going to hear a setup for it, and then we will kind of have a rebuff after it. And then after each episode, we're going to post a poll under the episode for you, the listener, to vote. And uh, you get to vote which side you liked. You know, it could be your draft preference. It could be, um, you know, you loved a a certain case that we made. And I would love for people to also post under, hey, I felt this way, but my my mind was changed. Let us know those things so we can talk about them. And then... On a weekly basis, we will be going over on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Army, and we will be reviewing the results. So you are going to get the debate episodes right here on our feed. It's all free. It's all the normal stuff. And then we will be doing review episodes. We'll actually be doing some debates that are only for Patreon as well. And we will be reviewing the uh, straw results, the straw poll results, if you will, from the debates. And it is going to be an undertaking but it is going to be a lot of fun. It is. It's going to be a lot of fun. And how much fun uh, would you say it would be, Bogman? What kind of fun?
2: So much fun. It's going to be the
1: most fun.
2: It's going to be way more fun than writing the book. And I enjoyed writing the book. You know, don't get me wrong. But it's super stressful. So I like doing this better. I feel like this is more of our flow anyway. And uh, it's we're gonna get some guests in here as well. It's gonna be uh, so. Much fun, and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go on this first one.
1: Yeah, that's this what we're going to do here. So, it. like I said, like Bogman said, this actually first one we've got a guest. It is our dear friend Paul Spore because it is a triple threat match. What we're going to be doing. So, not every episode is going to have a primer at the top of it. You're just going to get right into it. They're meant to be shorter, consumed episodes. Uh, we made you two to three a week. Love to hear feedback on it. We want your guys's uh, voting. And if you want to support us on Patreon, we deeply appreciate it. We have so many perks on there. And one of those will be having a review of uh, kind of post-mortem of these. And be on the lookout. There may be a debate where it's me versus an industry friend or Bogman versus an industry friend. Or we may even bring back some more triple threat matches. You guys are always welcome to hit us up with things that you want to see. But uh, that is your primer. So it's player debates 2020, the audio series. And the first one is about to kick off in pretty, pretty big style. So enjoy these the rest of the way through and come and join us on patreon.com slash Let's get to debating, Bogman. It's time.
3: in this league presents Player Debates, 2020. Fantasy Baseball's Biggest Decisions. Player versus Player. Debated by Chris Welsh and Scott Bogdan. Here's today's debate. Mike Trout in 2019 with 45 homers, 110 runs, 104 RBIs, 11 stolen bases, and a 291 average. Mike Trout has at least 100 runs in seven of his last eight years, 100 RBI in five of the last eight, and he's averaged 24 and a half stolen bases over the last eight seasons. 2020 steamer projections repeat his homers at 45, with 123 runs, 115 RBIs, 14 stolen bases, and a 296 average. Ronald Acuna finished 2019 with 41 homers, 127 runs, 101 RBIs, 37 stolen bases with a 280 average. Acuna was tied for seventh in homers, third in runs and third in stolen bases, and was the only player with 100 runs in RBIs and 20 stolen bases. 2020 steamer projections for Ronald Acuna, 36 homers, 103 runs, 89 RBIs, 29 stolen bases with a 282 average. Christian Yelich finished 2019 in 130 games with 44 homers, 100 runs, 97 RBIs, and 30 stolen bases with a 329 average. He was second in ISO and OBP behind just Mike Trout. Hide with Cattell Marte for the NL batting title at 329. Only Yelich and Acuna had 40 homers and 30 stolen bases, and he led the league in slugging percentage at 671. 2020 Steamer Projections for Yelich 36 homers, 109 runs, 100 RBIs with 22 stolen bases, and a 304 average. Player Debates 2020. Debating for Mike Trout, here's Scott Bogdan.
2: Mike Trout, I think the real prize here is picking third in the draft because it means you get to take one of these guys. But if I'm arguing for Mike Trout, and I am, I am talking about consistency. You heard the stats at the top, 100 runs or more in eight of nine seasons, a bunch of 100 RBI seasons. He hit the most home runs he's ever hit this year with 45 in only 134 games. And you're just looking for someone to be consistently. He's not consistently the number one overall player, but he's consistently a first rounder. And uh, you got to have to kind of argue with that uh, against these other guys that are so young. I think that when you just look at the outlying numbers as well, the highest ISO for 2019 and in 2018, and he was fourth in 2017, the highest walk percentage in the bigs this year and last year, 3rd in 2017. You can't go wrong taking Mike Trout in any of your drafts. And I think that the big knock on him is the speed. The speed getting knocked down because the previous two years is 24 and 22 stolen bases. Last year he only had 11. But he was dealing with lower body injuries he played through the entire season. A groin, then a sore foot, and then a knee, and then the foot again. And so I think stolen bases are going to be more on par this season Plus, if you're looking at those real deep stats, fourth in barreling percentage, which means he is uh, barreling up the ball a ton. So Mike Trout, still the number one
1: overall pick here.
3: Debating for Ronald Acuna, here's Chris Welsh.
1: Now, Mr. Bogman, Mr. Score, would you say that the juice ball has assisted some players? No, It's rhetorical, sir. Please do not interrupt me. The answer is yes. Thank you. Now, these three players are quite similar. Mr. Trout is a mainstay, as Mr. Bogman alluded to. Mr. Yelich still surprises many, but might have led the way had he not been injured. Mr. Ronald Acuna, 21 years old, had more runs and stolen bases than either of these parties. He was comparable in homers and RBIs, the average being a little bit of a slip. But let's talk about sustainability. At 21 years old, Acuna was second in baseball with 66 barrels. Now you ask yourself, barrel? Let me tell you, my friends, the definition. The barrel classification is assigned to batted ball events whose comparable hit types in terms of exit velocity and launch angle have led to a minimum 500 batting average and 15 slugging percentage since implemented major league-wide in 2015. He was tied with Mike Trout at 66. But Mr. Yelich only had 59. Hmm, very interesting, Mr. Spore. Now, time was missed, but back to my original point, could the juice ball have been a concern? Well, did you know that only 18 players average a home run distance of 418 or higher in 2019? Acuna and Trout both fell into that category. But Yelich, only 407. The question here is your number one investment in fantasy. Are all three candidates worthy? Yes. But Yelich has only played less than 150 games now for two straight years. The same years his production increased with that juice ball. Smells fishy. Let's say you worry the juice ball and injuries are enough to eliminate Yelich. It's now Trout and Acuna. It's still a difficult choice. But Mike Trout, having a 100-140 season with a 300 average, that topped Acuna by a notch or two in most of the barrel velocity type events. But how does Acuna then surpass him? Thievery. Stolen bases, my friend. Trout has 57 stolen bases combined the last three seasons. 2019, he had an over 50% decline. Ronald Acuna, 53 in the last two seasons. He fell three shy of a 40-40 season at the age of 21. These men may tell you about a decline in average in the second half for Acuna, but when the average went down and the power dropped, his stolen bases went up, 24 in the final 66 games. All three may be worthy, but I think we know what to do here, gentlemen. I trust you all will make the right decision. 40-40 doesn't come easy, especially at 21. I rest my case.
3: Debating for Christian Yellich, here's Paul Spore. It seems odd, Welsh, that you would uh, focus us on the
4: barrel count for one Ronald Acuna Jr. when all it does is expose your candidate for uh, the, the shortcomings that he has. You mentioned the 66, and it's... That you mentioned the uh, the raw count there, um, and you briefly noted that uh, he had more plate appearances than than Yelich, but also Trout. Quite a few more. He had 66 barrels in 439 batted ball events. Meanwhile, Yelich had 59 in 374. Percentage 10.2 versus 9.2, with Yelich being favored. Oh, and then that's to say nothing of Trout, who I will support here just because you were trying to degrade both Trout and Yelich (laughs) in the barrels conversation. He had the same 66 in 354 events, an 11 percent mark. So Trout leads the barrels. Yelich is second. Acuna is third. Interesting that you would choose to focus on that given that your candidate comes in last there. Speaking of which – you also seem to focus in on the speed, which yes, yes, it was plentiful for Mr. Ronald Lacuna, particularly in that second half. But he needed a twelve stolen base month to really do it. How often can you bet on double digit stolen base months being a thing? It was extraordinary and I don't I'm not here to suggest that his speed is going to fall apart. But I think he's more of a 30-type guy. 30-30 is kind of in the bag for Acuna, and then you'll see where the homers go uh, beyond 30. Meanwhile, my candidate, Mr. Yelich, 44-30 in 130 games after a 36-22. His stolen bases are going up even as he reaches into his mid-20s, into his late 20s, and starts to have some uh, injuries crop up for him. Yet it's gone from 9 to 16 to 22 to 30. In addition, in addition, let's just look at the batting average. Back-to-back batting titles for Yellich at 326 and 329 in the National League. Most leagues, most fantasy leagues still use batting average. Oh, but you OBP folks, what about you? I have not forgotten the good people of the OBP leagues. As Mr. Yelich has come in with a 402. and an NL best 429 in that category as well. He's got you covered everywhere you look, and this is despite one kneecap tied behind his back. For me, folks, the choice is clear. With Trout's speed dwindling, Ronald Cunha somewhat unproven, and, and perhaps maybe a, a one fluky month really pushing him at the high end on the speed component, and a triple slash that simply does not hold up to my candidate. You have one choice when you have the number one pick, and it is.
3: Go to your happy price price line clear be 2020
1: all right it's open forum time those are some pretty good Paul, you did a really good job i I, uh, I dug deep on some Acuna stuff because at the end of the day everybody knows these are this is the toughest one because I don't remember a time we've ever had three guys that are viable number one options. So I'd pick some stuff. You totally went and pinpointed. You totally pinpointed on some areas that I successfully did not acknowledge. I still think, you know, you talk about home run distance, the amount of barrel balls, but you picked on the things that I did not add into there. It's a really, really weird spot. So Spore, let's ask you, this is our open forum here to just, you know, debrief and conversation, uh, have a little conversation about it. Do you want to? Make, you made a, a fantastic case for uh, Christian Yelich, but is that the case that you would make when it comes to a draft season? You made the case, but are you actually doing it?
4: Well, I'll be honest. I did have a number one pick in a too early mock, and I took Trout. You know, Bogman. Didn't have maybe as, as flashy of a case as us, simply because he didn't need to in supporting Trout. I didn't know you we look were at doing that,
2: accents. <laughs> I had no idea.
4: <laughs> you look at the track record and it's absolutely disgusting. I mean, uh, Trout has led baseball in OPS plus the last four years and AL um, the fifth year beyond that, 2015. So he has five straight years of leading one or both leagues. Uh, the power remains excellent. Uh, the runs and RBIs are still great, even on a team that isn't that great and sure the speed has gone down however for me it's one of those things that could kind of flip on a dime with him if trout came back and rushed uh, rushed uh, football mind, sorry and uh stole 25 bases next year
1: literally nobody would be surprised but it is it's what but, like it, his... but it's what opens it up that's what's so interesting about it this for Boggs. Sure, for and, sure. you know and Paul said it right <laughs> you know uh, you're in a situation Boggs, where We are, you know, Acuna and Yelich are making more of the case to be the new guy. And the weird part about it is this is the first time this has happened on a multi-level front. Because usually... It's been maybe Mookie Betts. You had Miguel Cabrera back maybe in the day, Altuve. maybe Altuve, and then or, or if someone wanted to take the format, they could be like, "Well, I'm going to take a pitcher higher in a points format." But this is sure. the first time there are three guys that legitimately across the board. I mean, the cases I made for Acuna, they're they're real. I mean, the guy, you know, we are looking at stats at the end of the day it was a 40-40 guy with the stolen bases at a high end with the big power, mm-hmm. and he's only twenty one years old. You know, there's an idea, obviously, of you know the slumps as you get. Um, you get found out when you get yeah. found out. All yeah, when fish. you get found right. out, there's only up to go. But Yelich is a guy that has been hurt and really has you know performed at the level of uh, following the juice ball. And Mike Trout is great and the mainstay across the board outside of stolen bases. So it's a debate that obviously drafts are riddled with, and people have to make that decision box. I don't think I'm picking Trout first, and and, uh, I don't know that it's that surprising. Like I said
2: in opening my argument where I got Trout, and Trout is a great spot to be in, but you know, it's consistency for him, and I probably should have hit it over the head a little bit more about the consistency if you're really arguing for him, but also a stat that I noticed, and it's one of those where you're looking through yourself and you notice it and you're like, Well, I can't put this in my argument, but now that we're kind of picking who we want, um, Joe Madden's taking over for the Angels, and I think he's been close to bottom five every single year in stolen bases. He just doesn't like to run his guys. Maybe that's going to change. Uh, having some great options with you know Otani super fast and Trout can steal bases and stuff but it's just not a strategy that he likes to employ. And how much does so he I don't how know. much
1: does he run his stars his superstars how much are they really running out there because they might bring in young guys that he may want to I mean, be runners. Joe Adele, they got David Fletcher, you know they may want to be running that that's something the sport that's something you have to consider because I think I think no one is making an argument that Trout Isn't amazing and isn't consistent, but we are in a world where we're chasing stolen bases more. And if I get similar numbers, and that is the thing, you know, I'm defending Acuna here, and I'm very much on the the team Acuna side on a lot of fronts. I worry about consistency with him because he doesn't have the record track record that a guy like Yelich or Trout does. But in a world where you want it all. If Trout doesn't have those stolen bases, that has to be factored in and it gives the edge and it's why Acuna and Gelich are in this conversation so deeply.
4: No, That's definitely true and uh, I think one of the things that we have to look at here is something that bogged down. and I think immediately was uh, having third pick is kind of the proverbial cat. Seat. Just take whichever the three is there and I think particularly, you know, a lot of leagues um, are following the NFBC style of doing a KDS format. I'm acronym here the national fantasy baseball championship kds is kentucky derby style meaning yeah,
1: where you get, you get picked pick out your...
4: of the hat and then you get to pick your spot so if you're the first pick out of the hat you get to pick wherever you would want you pick. pick three um, if you were the first i think i think i'm very open to it i'm more of a back end of the draft guy and i still am this year because i think the first round's very deep i think three might be the number one spot to go with though and then move toward the back end because especially i say this especially if you don't want trout because he's more likely to go number one and right. then you have a Cunha yellow there. If you really want a Cunha or Yelich, maybe I take the one or two to ensure that I get one of them. But if you're like, eh, I'm not so keen on trout, take the three spot. He's likely to go there. And then in worst case scenario, you quote unquote, got stuck with him. You're hardly crying. Yeah. You just get some speed maybe in the second or third round that, that can cover if he doesn't run more. And, and Although the- I will say this about Madden. um, I feel like Mike Trout might be able to overrule John. Do you, no, no, see that
1: but, that, but I was going to ask though. If, this is the last thing because I want I want to get where who everyone's going to pick. Though it, you're right. I mean, it's funny to say that, but it's also there's that has to be asked because as much as you say that, that might not be the case. Mike Trout didn't seem to want to run a whole bunch. Is he going to want to run a whole bunch as you get older? Is that something he needs in his repertoire? I don't know if that's yeah, the think, case.
4: I think it's his choice though. Are there are I, he, I think the Madden thing is worth bringing up, but at the end of the day, if Trout's like. I'm feeling perfectly healthy and I'm good. I'm going to run, you know, 30 times this year and see how many bags I can get.
2: And if he does, he was dragging around. I'm telling you, the, like, just scroll back on World on him, you know, and just look. You can see, you know, the groin injury early and then the foot and then it was a toe. And then he, you know, he ended with that ablation surgery or whatever it was on his foot. And the angel's yeah, he needs to be out. healthy. He
4: needs so. to be healthy. But his speed has not dwindled. So, um, in fact, it, it's been the exact same for the last three years for Trout.
1: Are there arguments in here that made a difference? I'd say to the listener, what arguments helped? I, mean, I Bogman brings up a really great point about um, Madden and how the teams are as a whole. He, maybe mm-hmm. he has a green light, but the, the team philosophy may be less. That's something to consider. Is Mike Trout's Value is the number one overall pick. The other numbers are no brainers, but if he doesn't steal the bases of the other two, is it still worth it? You know, I bring up the up and comingness of a guy like Ronald Acuna who has absolutely everything. I gave you some I think you see some big power things, but as um as Paul was able to do, you can dispel some of it by you know, missed time. The barrel numbers weren't there for Yelich because he also missed time, but so did Trout. So, I mean, does that say that Yelich is less of a power guy? Is Yelich really tied to the juice ball? I think there's some things you can, there's some correlations, but I don't think it's causation necessarily. So, you have to make the decisions. Is there anything in here, uh, quickly, and then I want to get the picks. Uh, Paul, any type of an argument you hear that changes any of your mind? Bogman's bringing up Madden, anything like that?
4: Oh, sure. I, I, think, I think all three cases were, were compelling, and that's why it is such a great Debate. I do think Acuna being six years younger is something to kind of look at, and and that alone can be really nice, even in a redraft league, just because um, a younger guy has been healthier versus the other two both getting hurt each of the last two years. So I think that's something that's worth pointing out. Um, And then, uh, as far as on my own guy, Yelich, the fact that he's had his two best years despite missing the time. So uh, imagine if he gets back to 155 games in 2020, what's he going to do? Uh, to that end, so it, the, the bottom line is there is no wrong pick here. But if you you need to make a case and settle on somebody, I think in my drafts, I think I am going to actually take Yelich.
1: Okay, so, so Paul, you are going with your guy Yelich. That is the pick you have made a case for What's him. the and order you're him.
2: It's it's Yelich and then who's next?
1: And who's Trout and next. Acuna for him. <laughs> He's gonna go Acuna third. I know, Paul.
2: I I, I don't know <laughs> if I am.
1: No, I know you
4: because. No, I get it, Mr. Spore. Is this, is he, Mr. Spore, please don't
1: dist- lie. Please don't make me put you in contempt of court. <laughs> you are under oath. You know what?
4: You know, I, I also honestly wanted to say that uh, Mookie Betts could be part of this conversation. Uh, Who? I just want—I just want to be good. Mookie Betts. I don't, no, 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 I don't no, know. That know that you guys never no, talked no, about him on the show. No. no. I'm not memeing here. I, I am saying that he absolutely could be part of this conversation. Yeah, I think I will go. Yelich, Trout, uh, Acuna. Um, I don't know if I'm sold on that, though, with, between Trout and Acuna.
1: I don't think there is. Uh, Bogman, what about you? What is your, what is your actual draft order?
2: Acuna, Yelich, Trout. Uh,
1: That's where I sit right
2: now, and uh, I love Trout. He's amazing. He does have consistency, but I do—I just do fear that the stolen base is coming back, especially as as he gets older. If this, you know, lower body injuries continue, because it wasn't just one. If he just had the ablation surgery and then he's good Mm -hmm. to go in spring training, that'd be great. But he had the knee, he had the groin as well. So I just, uh, you know, I worry about missing games. So I'm going to go. What about this? So let's
4: say, let's just give trout a little love here because we've been mostly kind of going at him and and poking holes because he's he's the guy at the top that's part of being at the top we feel confident that they're going to go hard this year to do some stuff um garrett cole has been heavily rumored there we could see another move or two on the offense really should open up the pocket books sure he might not steal as much let's give him 12 to 15 stolen bases but if it comes with, like, 52 homers, 120 ribs, and 120 runs, and continued excellence in the batting average slash OVP depending on which league you play, does it matter?
1: It might, um, but I would also say is 25 more stolen bases with comparable numbers outside of, like, if Acuna no, no, is... No.
4: see they no. Won- in this instance, they're not comparable, though. The power, that, that's what I'm saying. If he pulls away, even the 41-101... 127 that Acuna did was excellent but if I'm talking like 52 120 120
1: well I mean Acuna had that he had more than that in runs RBI I still think like if but he it, also had
4: 715 plate appearances yeah if the, the if NL. the
1: homers aren't comparable uh, that's what I'm asking uh, is the differential of homers to stolen bases is that enough to side back to trout and probably a little it's bit all more push stolen from,
2: bases for me yeah it's all, it's stolen, all
1: bases stolen bases for me as well that
2: that's that that's that and, and I'd be
4: me. and I'd be careful not to go too far with that. I agree. To let right. twenty twenty five stolen bases make you miss out. Now, this is a quick shift, but if we talk an OBP league, yeah, that's Acuna definitely.
1: has to be thirty with the speed. Agree, Trout yeah. doesn't yep. come close to them,
2: and, and Trout's OBP. one and I, mean, I o- yeah, number one in OBP like three years running or whatever. And we're
1: not necessarily going to help anybody, but this is just a perfect example and uh, microcosm of your leagues. I am Acuna, Trout, Yelich on this one. And so I think we've literally all picked a different top three. Trout and Acuna, <laughs> I could change. Um, I, think, I believe I did an early mock and I took Mike Trout because I still do love him. And I, he's so consistent enough that you can make up your stolen bases later in drafts and just not have to think twice. There is more inherent risk with Ronald Acuna, and you have to consider that. But the numbers are crazy. At this moment, I'm willing to get more risky because of how deep these drafts are with hitting. The guys you get in the fourth round are incredible. I will uh, I will get that biscuit and risk it a little bit with Ronald Acuna to get those super high stolen base numbers, but that is what makes this so damn interesting, and it leads to the straw poll. So you guys tell us what you think. Um, we have a poll out there, and we will have some episodes where we are reviewing all of them, as I told you before. 2020 Player Debates. Paul four Scott Bogman, Chris
3: Welsh. You decide player debates 2020 brought to you by in this league check us out at patreon.com slash Army today find your player debate 2020 poll results and special debates only at patreon.com slash Army.